Hi, my name is Rob Scott from UC Today and welcome to another monthly Microsoft Teams news update. As always, I'm joined by Tom Abuthnot, UC Solutions Architect, Microsoft Certified Master and MVP. Welcome, Tom. How's it going? Yeah, good. Thanks, Rob. Yeah, keeping busy. How are you? I'm very good. Thank you. Very good. Oh, and just before we get started, Tom, um, we just need to give uh, New Wave a shout out for uh, sponsoring this month's news update. So thank you very much for that. Um, but Tom, let's talk about Microsoft Teams because a lot's happened just in the last few weeks and we've got a really interesting update for our, our viewers and our listeners. What do you think? Yeah, it was a really, really big announcement. Obviously, there was Enterprise Connect and there was a few announcements there, so we'll talk about that. Um, you were there in person, I, w I was there virtual. So um, yeah, how was it? I guess that's a good place to start. How did you find the show? Yeah, well, as we record this, I've literally got off a plane this morning. Uh, so uh, it was a really great event. I mean, certainly I'm feeling this buzz, you know, at any kind of in-person event I go to at the moment where it's really just great to be, get back together. Uh, so the whole, you know, a lot of the industry were there, a lot of, you know, the main vendors were there, uh, all, the, all the analysts and general kind of community were there. So uh, it was a great event from that point of view. It was the, you know, the, the Enterprise Connect of three years ago as well, in terms of it was very well organized, very well put together at the Gaylord Palms in, in Orlando, uh, Florida. Um, you know, the, the content tracks and everything else was, again, uh, top notch. So I came away, you know, excited, you know, for the future again. You know, it's great to get back together and I'm looking forward to the, to the next one. Um, Microsoft, you know, had a quite a substantial presence there this time as well uh, at EC, so that was good to see. And obviously, the uh, they had the day one keynote. They were first uh, first on, on uh, you know on Tuesday, which was yeah. uh, was good as well. So, what did you pick up? Uh, I know you didn't go, but you know, what did you pick up on the on the kind of on, on the news wire or or, or the, from the community? Yeah, and no, I, I must admit, I did miss miss being there uh, or not being there rather. Um... Uh, yeah, too much work on, unfortunately, with the new new business and stuff. But uh, yeah, it would look like it was a, from a remote. It looked really good, like all the usual faces. Um, I think it's interesting. Uh, it's like I, I watched a lot of the keynotes from a lot of the vendors to kind of keep my hand in, and, and obviously including Microsoft. A lot of stuff is re-announcement at these shows now because the platforms are evolving so fast and adding features so fast. It's more like a a roundup of here's everything and here's our vision. Less like you know, if we go back. You know, certainly five six years the enterprise connect there used to be blog i'd have like 12 blogs because there'd be 12 new features that come out of nowhere that are coming um whereas this is more of a roundup of themes uh, microsoft announced some interesting stuff we'll, we'll talk about some of it in more detail but lots of little features as well just about making hybrid working better so um, one of the little ones for example was outlook rsvp so outlook having an ability to say I'm attending physically to the meeting or virtually to the meeting, which is a really tiny feature, um, but really practical for where where we are today. I mean, I know certainly every meeting I have, I, I say accept, and then I'm like, yeah, I'm, am I going to be London or am I not going to be London? Like, it's, it's just taking away that friction for the new hybrid working, which is quite cool. And, and that came through loud and clear in, in uh, Nicole's keynote, actually, in terms of the, you know, they're the, the really doubling down on. Um, the hybrid workplace, you know, getting ready for the hybrid workplace. And, yeah. you know, that, that's really great to see. It's really refreshing because they are thinking about, you know, the little things as well, as you mentioned, the Outlook RSVP, nice little feature. Um, but they, they seem to really be, be big on, uh, you know, getting ready for hybrid work, if you will. Yeah, and it seemed, seemed like there was a hell of a lot in the, the contact center space, which is not 
traditionally been a big part of that show going years back so it's interesting to see those two worlds obviously merging and, and with you know zoom getting in the game first party and their recent rebrand of their contact center offer microsoft with the dynamics offer and, and all the other players in that space that seems like quite a, a hotbed of innovation relative to the uc world these days I, I absolutely agree and that there was a, a a real buzz around contact center and cx and conversational ai you know everything customer engagement from you know base it there's loads of it at the show not not just from you know sessions talking about you know the ucas and ccas together and how to use speech technologies uh, to your advantage and that kind of thing but the, the the show floor was packed with cx vendors um and and some some great announcements come from some of those vendors as well so it was, yeah Definitely, you know, the EC is not just a UC and collaboration event. It really seems to be kind of, I suppose, taking a whole kind of, you know, uh, yeah, any, anything comms, isn't it, really? And anything the, comms. The whole, the whole comms industry is just, just merging itself. So it's quite interesting. Absolutely. Good stuff. Well, um, another thing at the event was Operator Connect. And that, that was certainly something that, we, you know, we've been talking about for a while now, but just before the show, they announced Operator Connect Mobile. So, Tom, I was wondering if you could just talk us through that in terms of what is it, um, you know, and what you know, how, yeah. how customers take advantage of that. Yeah, this was definitely the the, the biggest announcement um, that's just come out, and it was it's been an absolute uh, fire in terms of LinkedIn conversation and my blog posts and stuff like that. So, lots and lots of interest. Um, what it is, it's fixed mobile convergence, which is, uh, you know, that technology has been around for a little while, but um, it, it's Microsoft, right? So we, we build it ourselves and say it's uh, it's brand new. Um, but but what's, it is really, really impactful. And obviously so many people are using Teams. So, so what it is, is the ability to have a single number from an operator that is both a mobile number or a cell number for the Americans or and a SIP slash landline number in Teams. So it is not, it's not call forwarding, it's not forking, it's not masking. It's legitimately, I go to an operator and I have one number, they effectively fork it in the cloud and it's my legitimate GSM mobile number. I can use the phone's native dialer. I can send SMS messages back and forth on the phone. Um, but also when I use the phone's native dialer and I make a call, I'm making a call over GSM, not over data, just normal phone call but it's going through Teams. So that means I get on hook off hook presence for Teams. It means I get a single voicemail, my Teams voicemail. Um, I also can get compliance session recording from Teams on the mobile calls, which is a really big deal in nice. financial services. It's such a pain. Uh, there's companies like Truephone and others that have special technology to record cell phone calls, mobile calls, um, but it's a much easier model if that's all in one place or on one platform. So uh, I think there's two places where this will be a really big deal. Like any customers that are kind of leaning towards mobile first, they can get a single number for mobile and also use it in Teams. Um, so SMB will be a big deal there, for example, but also, you know, retail, for example. Um, at, but, but lots of enterprise customers as well have been talking about reducing the number of phone lines and landlines because it's just everything's a meeting now but if yeah. you can offer a single uh, contract and line that is both the corporate mobile and the team's phone then that's quite interesting and, and when is this available 
Yeah, so uh, the preview is beginning uh, Q2, so this quarter, 2022, and GA is somewhere around second half of 2022. So Microsoft timeline, so probably the tail end of 2022, realistically. Um, I know there's some very limited testing going on. At the moment, it is BT, Rogers, Swisscom, Talia, and Verizon, because um, they've both got mobile and landline i'm not sure what the, tech, the right way to say landline is anymore but you know sip services uh but there'll be more operators added in as well over over the course of time as with operator connect um this could cause a real shake-up in the telco industry because it gives the ability for the people who run mobile to chase after those landlines and sip trunks and the people who run the sip trunks say well wait a minute why don't you roll your mobile contract into us so it's going to cause some quite interesting competitive scenarios where people are going to make a land grab to bring them into one service provider and there's a really legitimate business and technical reason to do it as well fantastic well let's uh, let's see how that heats up then and, and in terms of uh, other technologies, um, I mean, another technology that they mentioned at the show was DECT. Now, DECT's been around for years, um, but it was mentioned at the show and it's coming to Teams. Can you give us a bit more info on that? Yeah, yeah. So DECT is a, an alternate uh, wireless technology to connect handsets. So you have a base station and you have a handset. So rather than going over Wi-Fi or mobile cellular, it's, it's a different type of Wi-Fi. Uh, digital Enhanced Cordless Telecommunications is the, the acronym. Uh, basically, and, uh, basically, like a cordless phone at home uses DECT technology. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Those old, uh, you know, the BT hat phones with the aerials pulling out, if you're in the UK <laughs> and you remember those, they were a big deal. Um, yeah, so, so, so essentially... That, it's still very popular in certain verticals. So retail manufacturing where you need really long coverage for voice um, and they're not Wi-Fi equipped or the cell service isn't very good as an example. But also you get lots of ruggedized devices. So, you know, phones that are basically made of rubber, you can drop them, throw them, have them on a building site, wash them. Uh, or medical is another scenario where like poly have some that have special antimicrobe protection covers on them and things like that so, so there are use cases where these types of phones are needed and, and up until recently if you had them you'd have to run them separately to teams but now you'll be able to register those devices directly to teams via the team zip gateway and there'll be a, a in every way a legitimate teams endpoint so again your same number you you're, you're using teams infrastructure there's nothing else in the middle um, the initial vendors are spectralink uh, ascom and poly and I think, yeah, Yaelink and Gigaset are coming September. Great. Um, so around June, we'll start seeing that. I've been playing with some of the Spectralink stuff, and it, yeah, it all seems um, pretty interesting, actually. There's, there's, there's quite a lot of options now because you've got things like you've got legitimate Wi-Fi or cell data, and you've got things like walkie-talkie native on Teams. You've got Operator Connect Mobile coming, which is another way to have your Teams endpoint be roaming and use standards based endpoints on the mobile and now you've got decked in play as well so lots of good options for customers for that kind of first line worker frontline worker manufacturing retail construction areas where we're produced traditionally you know uc vendors haven't had the best coverage for those kind of use cases yeah normally you'd have to have some kind of sip connection to maybe a third party platform like spectral link to then you know, deploy a, you know, a, a full solution. So I, I think that's exactly. Great. I think that's, yeah, it's really good news. Um, okay, so next up, we said we'd talk about Microsoft Work Trend Index for 2022 in an effort to support more and more hybrid work uh, applications. Microsoft have just released this, haven't they, recently? Uh, do you want to give us a bit of an update on that, Tom? 
Yeah, this is pretty interesting. So, so Microsoft do a, this is the second year they've done it, a, a fairly massive uh, workplace survey. And you see a lot of these from, from vendors, but very often they're small sample sizes and a bit marketing-y. And not that this one isn't a little bit marketing-y, but it's a really decent global survey um, of, of employees in different workforces. So it's more than 30,000 people in 31 countries. Uh, and to Microsoft's credit, they've done a really good job, or whoever they sourced it to, of breaking it down in terms of which countries think which things and what, what are going on. Uh, and actually, they've even given you the results of different countries and they're very different in their opinion. So it's not like a single set of results. It's this country is actually quite culturally different to this country. Yeah, it's really insightful, in fact, isn't it? And we'll certainly put a link in the description to that so everyone can pick that up. Yeah, there's five There's five takeaways I think uh, we can just talk about uh, briefly. So, so one of them is... Um, they say employees have a new worth it equation, which definitely resonates with what I'm hearing uh, businesses struggle with. And it's literally that, you know, the pandemic has made everybody rethink like how important work is, what the trade-offs of work and life are. Uh, and some of this, let's all get back to the office conversation. Like I know I feel it now. I, I go into London maybe a couple of times a week. I used to do that all the time without thinking about it. And now I'm like, oh, at least, you know, good, hour and a half two hours doing that you know transport and everything else um so, so there's that that piece of the puzzle which is quite interesting uh, second big takeaway was managers apparently feel wedged between leadership and employees so employees are saying we want to work more flexibly we need you know we need to be you know school runs and different types of anything like that and apparently the general philosophies and leadership is you know traditional get back to the office and managers are stuck in the middle trying to give that message mm -hmm. to people that don't want to hear it and employees are being much more uh mobile in terms of their jobs if the, if, the, if the environment doesn't suit them they will look around it's it's a a buyer's market in terms of employees finding roles at the moment so managers are stuck in the middle trying to keep the best employees and keep leadership happy it's really interesting isn't it, what they've done there it's really insightful and you know work is changing big time at the moment and you know with hybrid work and everything else around that surrounding that i think what they've done there is kind of you know, I suppose really kind of taking a, a look at the culture, the, the impact on culture and and the people, uh, as opposed to just concentrate on the technology. So I think it goes hand in hand with what we're talking about, and certainly a recommended read for anyone out there interested in uh, you know how to develop you, you know their organisation and enterprise culture for for hybrid work. So. Yeah, definitely. It's worth a read. If you're in that space at all or you're responsible for that, it's worth yeah. worth understanding. And where, wherever you are in the world, it's worth looking at the local results to see you know, how it's different in, in your region to, to the other places in the world as well. Indeed. So next up, we said we talk about devices. We uh, there, was, there was a bit of a hoo-ha at the Enterprise Connect around, uh, around the NEAT stand uh, because they just announced that they got certified uh, from Microsoft Teams. Yeah, yeah. So this has been a long time, a long time coming. So Neat initially launched as a Zoom exclusive device vendor, even even backed by Zoom um, financially, or the, the the owners of Zoom. Um, so, uh, but at some point they decided that they needed to be multi-vendor. Probably, you know, to be fair, that the, the massive market of Teams isn't a big addressable market for them. They've always had a really good reputation in the Zoom space in terms of hardware quality and, and innovation and things so um, yeah they are certified there's a, a neat board which is a, a big um, 65 inch touchscreen 
soundbar and video bar all in one and that has um, touchscreen and kind of whiteboarding it's quite interesting it's, it's different to the surface hub so the surface hub is a, a much uh, more expensive device but it has other applications and runs a, a flavor of windows whereas these devices are android more single use devices so they're designed to be specifically teams collaboration endpoints um, but they bring that 65 inch good experience down to a slightly more aggressive price point which is interesting uh, and they also got a pad and a bar certified uh, and one of their uniques is they've got these additional sensors they've got co2 sensors voc sensors acoustic ultrasonic sensors so they, they pack some extra tech into their kit which gives them some unique experiences yeah and and you know just to stand there and look at one in the flesh they they look the part they the top quality uh, yeah, it's that real high-end kind of Nordic design language. Like it all looks very nice. Yeah, it's, it's good quality kit, and the, the the audio processing as well is, is is. There's a lot of tech that goes into that, so it's it's one of those things where it's it's worth seeing them in person and playing with them if you get the chance. Well, hats off to Nate. They've got two of the biggest sales channels you know in the world right now uh, in the UC space. So I'm sure they'll be ultimately successful uh, with their products. So uh, selling into Teams and Zoom now. Wow. Yeah, I think they're going to be busy. Judging by, again, by the online feedback, a lot of people have been waiting to test those devices out yeah. on Teams. Great stuff. Well, next up, we said we'd talk about uh, ACS, Azure Communication Services. What, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of things that are new on the, on, on the ACS front this month. Yeah, yeah. So, so for a refresher, ACS is Microsoft's uh, CPaaS platform. So it's actually the platform that underlies Teams in terms of audio and video processing and phone calls and things. Uh, and Microsoft have had for a while first party US phone numbers so you could dial in and out. Um, so that's either to build your own application, like you can build a line of business application on that. But also that is the infrastructure that the Dynamics contact center uses uh, called voice channel. So for, for the longest time, if you wanted a native number from Microsoft, you could only get US or you had to bring your own phone numbers in. They've now added the UK and Denmark in preview. So that's the first two countries beyond the US. So it's interesting for developers who are building on CPADs, but it also means you can now get first party numbers for Denmark and the UK on Microsoft's contact center offering in Dynamics. And there's obviously plans to add more countries for that. So uh, I think they're trying to accelerate that and get more countries on. So it's an interesting one to watch in our space, one for the CPAS space, but two for Microsoft ramping up their first party contact center coverage a bit more. Interesting. Yeah, I like that, that the kind of take, take you know, the kind of view you've given us on that, you know, in terms of how that benefits the, the other parts of the business as well. Because um, we, we, you know, we're not, we've heard about contact center, Microsoft's contact center solution, but, uh, you know, I think we're yet to see it kind of, you know, running full throttle. So that'd be interesting. De definitely it was a big fanfare because yeah. they you know they, they put their hat in a, a, a massive market and potentially they're quite a disruptor in these markets um but to be honest i haven't seen a lot of it in the real world it's just just been early there's lots of dynamics out there but not lots of voice channel um so i think it's going to be a slow burn but they're obviously one to watch in absolutely space. great stuff well that's the news for today um uh, but we said we'd just do a couple uh, a quick event plug actually there's just one this month um tom We've got uh, UC Expo in Manchester. 
Yeah, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. So this is the the UC Expo show that traditionally is in London. Um, they're doing a one in Manchester. It's part of a bigger Manchester Tech Week. So there's a whole bunch of events going on. Uh, I'll be doing a few different panels with customer conversations around Teams. Surprise, surprise. Um, but there's all sorts of uh, vendor coverage there as well. So that's a, a general UC show. Uh, so yeah, if anybody's going to be there, let me know. It'll be great to great. To Absolutely. Out. So the UC Today team will also be there. So that's on the 27th and the 28th of April. Uh, this year, this month. Um, so we look forward to seeing you there. But that's about it, Tom. So great to see you. And thanks for taking you know, time out you know, to give us another insightful Teams news update. That's been fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Good stuff. And we'll yeah, be back next month with, with even more. No and that's it from us. If you've enjoyed today's session, please subscribe to UC Today News and give this a video a quick share on social as it's always appreciated. And if you're a Microsoft Teams fan and want to be part of the conversation, you can connect with Tom or myself on LinkedIn and Twitter. And our social links are also in the description. I'm Rob Scott from UC Today. We'll be back again next month. Thanks for watching. <laughs>